This episode of A Little Juju Podcast is sponsored by Majestic Intentions. Majestic Intentions Sacred Instruments Shop is a Black-owned resource for all handmade jewelry, crystals, chakra healing, spirituality needs, and more. Check out their new summer collection at MajesticIntentions.com and use the code JUJU25 for 25% off your first order. Again, that's JUJU25 for 25% off your first order. Check out Majestic Intentions. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to a little Juju podcast. This is the podcast all about black ass spirituality, African traditional religions, religions of the diaspora, honoring our ancestors and uncovering what it means to be free in 2020 through our spirituality, through the herbs, through the roots, through the spirits, our healing, all that jazz. I know I just switched up the intro, but I can do that. Period. My name is Juju and I come to you as a hoodoo practitioner, a medium, an Orisha devotee, and overall lover of religion. Listen, I stopped saying that I was a theologian, but I need to say that I'm a theologian again. But I think that I learned technically that theologians are people that went to school and they got a degree and got scholarship around theology that's what makes you a theologian now I ain't do all of that so I just like to study religion I like to read about religion I like to talk about religion but I ain't go to school for it but that don't mean I'm not a theologian f school f these degrees listen the world is a mess anyway all this shit about to end like I'm a theologian <laughs> Okay, uh, if you would like to keep up with the conversation, you can always hashtag ALJPod. And I always forget, hashtag pod in. That is a hashtag that curates podcasts of color. So if you click the hashtag pod in, you can find other black and brown podcasters and maybe find some other teams you like. Um, as I've been trying to do recently, this episode is partially here and then the interview portion, which I'm looking forward to, will be on YouTube. So I always recommend, you know, you want to hear my little part. But then if you want to actually see the interview happen in real time, you can head on over to my YouTube channel, which will be in the show notes so that you can check out this episode. Okay, okay, I feel like I'm rambling. Let's just drop this intro and get into the show. I'm really excited. I'm back. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Can't firm no say. And I'll never get play. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing I just stay at the crossroads, pray I just pour a little honey from my face To make them stay Cause I hate when bay leaves But I manifest a little with my bay leaves I'm my ancestors, baby So I give them everything that they gave me, yeah So I can't be stopped Manifested everything, give me props I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the top My spirit's surrounded so I'll never drop, drop Okay, so I know I definitely um, did not put out an episode two weeks ago. And nobody really said anything, which I was like, phew, phew. 
you know, I, I did an update on the podcast page that I was not going to be putting on an episode last week, but I really appreciate how y'all just be chilling and I'd be like, oh, I'm listening to another one or, you know, you don't say, you don't, you don't come from my neck when I don't, when I don't put out an episode, which I always do, but I was tired and it was my birthday month. Well, technically it's July. It's still my birthday month, but, um, yeah, it was, I was just, just to myself, I just needed a moment to just rest and relax and not do any work. And I don't really know how much I rested and relaxed, honestly. I still did work, but I didn't do any podcast work. So that's that on that. So thank y'all for just being chill and being cool when not having an episode. I hope folks have been able to catch up and listen to old episodes and take notes on certain things. Um, yes, definitely, definitely appreciate it. Um, so yeah, what I've been doing, child, trying to figure some things out, but I have been doing a lot of planning just for the future, you know, what kind of content it is that I want to put out. So y'all see I'm trying to do the YouTube thing, but also just like creating more panels and talks and lives. Like I want to do more of that, more programming. So that's that's the kind of things that I'm thinking through and working on right now. So really excited to eventually get some things moving and have some offerings uh, for my people. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's kind of been a lot, but my birthday was amazing. My birthday was on July 9th. So thank you to everyone who made a post to me. Thank you to everyone who just showed me hella love. I made a little gift a wish list and people sent me things from my wish list which I was I don't know why I was surprised I was telling my friends I'm like why are you surprised that people are sending you things of course you're wonderful I'm like I don't know I just didn't think nobody would but y'all did so thank you I got a crystal dildo child I got <laughs> I got a whole bunch of stuff one I'm using right now my editor Kobe uh, well, this is a gift for him and me, but he got me a little like professional sound blocking studio like thing. So I think the sound will hopefully be better in this episode because I have my little thing up that Kobe got me. So thank you. I got so many wonderful books. Um, someone drew a picture of me that's like really gorgeous and it, it looks like me. Um I got a tarot deck, an oracle deck. Shout out to Stephanie for the oracle deck. I think Dasha, her name, sent me the crystal dildo. Um, And I had some other things in the mail. Chelsea sent me a waist bead. So, so, and some of the things didn't have who they were from on them. But either way, if you are listening, I appreciate you so much. Really, really do. And some people just hit me up on on a cash app too. That was very sweet. Thank you. Um, yeah, so feeling abundant, feeling abundant, even amidst like, you know, it's always stuff going on. We're still in the midst of a pandemic, right? <laughs> right? And just uh, these moments of grief and change and transition, it feels like we're still in a big transitional period. So it's about being adaptable, y'all. It's like we, we are at the point where we just have to adapt Um, And we have to decide what we want things to look like and then mirror that in our own lives. That's what I've been trying to do. So I definitely want to offer that. I also have, I'm recording a little bit earlier than I typically do because I have initiation coming up this weekend. 
and I will talk more about that once I have the initiation. No, this is not my priesthood initiation, though it is my next step towards it. I'm not becoming a priest this weekend, Um, but I am sort of moving along in my Ifa journey. So once that is finished, I will talk about it maybe next episode or just update y'all on what it is, what it means. I, I feel like I'm still... You know, this this these traditions are always learning journeys. You know, you don't know everything before you initiate. You don't know everything after. You just got to get the information that you have, feel like you're being called to it, feel like it's good for you, and then move in what you feel like is, is necessary and what your ancestors and spirits say will be good for you. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm really, really excited. Um. I haven't went through a ceremony in a while and just happy to be receiving more and just be more in alignment with my destiny and what's for me. So, yes, that'll that'll be cute. Um, And granted, I don't know how much I can share like after. So that's why I need to like get initiated or whatever and do go through this process and then talk to my godmother like, okay, so what can I share? Because remember, these traditions are secret. So I don't know if I'll figure out what it is that I can say. Um, as I learn more. And uh, K-Mas, I think that's pretty much it. I just been trying to figure it out, trying to like heal some stuff and not lose my mind in the house and not lose my mind outside. (laughs) To be honest, I am finally back in therapy. So yes, God, yes, God. It was a long journey. If you are looking for a therapist, listen, if you're looking for a therapist, if you're looking for a godparent, if you're looking for an elder, be patient. It might not be the first person you meet. This is my third therapist in like a couple months. So I finally have arrived. So be patient. It's like dating. Pray that you meet the proper people that you need to meet, whatever it is, the person you're looking for, even a mentor. Um, Be open to receiving it and allow yourself to receive it. I know a lot of people ask me like, how do I find a godparent? How do I find this? How do I find that? I feel like a godparent finds you in this way. It's not that you can't reach out to people and inquire. You can, but that's really hard. It's, it's hard to do that. And I will say that my godparent found me. Um, you all have been introduced to my godfather on the Ifa is Healing episode. And then my Ia, my, my godmother, just was connected to that Ile, or a separate Ile. The same overall Ile, but a different sect. Because my godfather is technically in Virginia, but my, my godmother is here in Baltimore. So... We just got connected that way. So it just all really happened. And I know that might not be everybody's story, but I guess what I'm saying is be open, pray for it, ask your ancestors to open the way. And when you, it's time for you to get an elder, I promise you, you will have one. I promise you. Sometimes there is a particular sort of, there's a particular part of the journey that we just have to be on, um, by our quote unquote, by ourselves, some more connections that we need to build with our ancestors before we 
get then put into a house or into a community. Yes, this is a communal work. That is where a lot of the learning happens. But you also have to know who you are to a certain extent. You have to know what you're looking for and what you desire because you don't want to get preyed on by any godparent or any person in general to make you feel like you need them or to scam you or get over on you or anything like that. So you got to be very firm in like what you feel is right. You know, where are you entrusting your intuition journey? Because you just don't want to take get taken advantage of. And people take advantage of you and everything, even in these traditions, honey. Let's not even act like ain't no people who getting over in this because there are. So there's a certain level of understanding that you need to have of yourself and what you want. You know, before you start dating, (laughs) before you start dating for a mentor or a therapist or a godparent or whatever it is, an elder, whatever it is that you're looking for. Okay, you will find it. I promise. I promise you that because your spirit's going to make sure you have one. If you really need one, you ain't going to be out here without one. Anywho, let us move on. Let's get into these patrons and then we will have an interview today with Beatrice Dixon who is the co-founder of The Honeypot Co. All you need is a little juju. A little juju podcast is written, hosted, and crafted by me, Juju. And this process is a labor of love, but it is labor nonetheless because podcasting ain't free. It takes time, energy, resources, money so that I can pay people to help me. Finally, I have a little bit more resources to do that. And I'm able to do that because people donate. Um, It is a few ways to donate to the show. All of them are important. I will start with the monetary ways and then we'll get into the non-monetary ways to support this work. So the first monetary way that I'll mention is through Patreon, which is a site that allows you to contribute to the show monthly. So on the first of the month, Patreon automatically takes out whatever you choose to donate, which will range from $1 to as many dollars as you want. I have some suggestions on my Patreon. And based on the level that you donate is the level of content or things that you'll receive from me via Patreon, which includes exclusive deals, videos. Sometimes I do readings. Sometimes I do workings for specific patrons. It just depends. Alrighty. So big shout out to Norma Simpson for upping your pledge. I appreciate you. Thank you, Norma. Shout out to Robbie, Amber Hill, Scorpiana, Janelle Ramdeen, Asha Carter, Zoe Smith, Avia Harper, Tamika Webb, Niz Rock, Saz, S-A-S, Mel Gross, shout out to Destiny Luke for editing your pledge. Shout out to Kenya Johnson, Olivia, Michelle Spencer for upping your pledge, Deshay Thomas, Diamond Bivens, Allison, Madison Aubrey for editing your pledge, Remy Dior Martin, Pause and Pothos. Shout out to Simone, Angelana, Chriselle A. Jackson, Janine Copeland, Rio Tembi, Bete Bote. I'm so sorry if I butchered your name, but I appreciate you, Tembi. Shout out to Diana Nagel. Shout out to Peru Badu, Alyssa or Alicia, Whitney Watson, Brittany Collins, Justice, Yoko Rooted. Mona Lisa Smile. 
Shatara, Jasmine Overby, a Black Pruitt, Latrice Carter, shout out to Jordan for upping your pledge. I appreciate you. Angelica Eve, Taba McFadden, Hannah Grotman, Goddess Ola, shout out to Gen- Genesis, Quinn, Alexandria Hicks, Myron Keith, Stephanie Marsh, Yeye Fox, Lena Peters, hey Lena, Jennifer Bearden, Ashley Gross, Monica L. Meadows, Idressa Melfin or Idrissa Melfin, Cabra, Taryn Morgan, or Taryn Morgan. Shout out to Dorian Blue. Hey, uh, Ibrahim Vix, that is my birthday twin. Happy belated birthday, boo. Um, shout out to Jakira Clark, Jay Love, Lauren Zoe, Kendrick Lewis, Jessica Davis, Ali Matu, Salah, Sarah Joy, Black Feminist Vegan. Love to see it. Shout out to Carolyn Jones for editing your pledge. Danae Baptiste, thank you for becoming a patron. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out to Roxanne Green, Olivia Wageman, Aaron Ailes. Shout out to Black Cats for editing your pledge. Shout out to Aura L, L Terrell, Stacey Woodson, Laura, Sharon Stevens, Oshun Tunuke. Shout out to Jasmine Beatty, Stacey Woodson, Laura, Sharon Stevens. And that is everyone. Thank you so much to my patrons. I appreciate you so, so much. That was a lot of names because I skipped. I skipped. So I'm very, very honored and grateful that you all are sharing the energy of money and abundance with me, especially during this time. Um, I don't take it for granted. And so I speak the energy of abundance and blessings over you. I speak that, you know, as you share the energy of abundance with me, I'm sharing it with you back tenfold. May all your dreams come true. May you have the resources to have what you need in this lifetime to be able to create and give to the community. Um, And yes, many, many, many blessings and abundance over you uh, and your life. And all the things that you want to accomplish, I speak them into fruition for you. So I say I say to that. And thank you to everyone again who sent me birthday love. Everyone who hits me on the Cash App um, or the Venmo. Every time I see it, I smile and I say a little prayer for you too. So I appreciate you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, big shout out to those of you who hit me up on the Cash App for a more non-committal way to donate to the show at dollar sign I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E or on my PayPal at the Jujube, T-H-E-J-U-J-U-B-A-E at gmail.com. Big shout outs to those of you who have donated in that way. I say a little prayer for you each time. So thank you. And if you are interested in the non-monetary ways to donate to the show, which are just as important, shout me out. Tag ALJ pod, tag Jujube on social media, put people onto the show, tell them what this podcast is and what it's about. Comment, subscribe so that I pop up when a new episode comes out. So you already are hip and you know Just let people know about the show. You can rate five stars on Apple or whatever platform that you are using and just help me spread the good juju gospel. I appreciate everyone who always tags and tells me they're listening and puts people onto the show. I deeply, deeply appreciate that as well. All that information will be in the show notes. So now let's get back into the show. All you need is a little juju. So I am extremely, extremely excited to show you all and have this offering of this interview with Beatrice Dixon, who I said earlier was 
and is the co-founder of The Honey Pot, which is a feminine care line. They're sold in Target, Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Bed Bath Beyond, Wegmans, Whole Foods, child. You done probably seen they stuff somewhere. I also talked about Beatrice and the Honey Pot in episode 42, I believe, Protect Your Neck. So, of course, you, uh, y'all should go check that out to get more information. But basically, she's just a badass. <laughs> she's a badass black woman who is also in the tradition of Santaria, which is, you know, why that is relevant to us today and to our work. So we're definitely going to talk about her journey in this spiritual life, but we also just get real. We talk about what's going on in the world right now, her thoughts and perspectives on, you know, moving through this and also, you know, having a business, running a business, owning a business, and sort of how your spirituality can be a part and is a part of the work that you do, um, a part of your entrepreneurship. So I'm so like, it got real deep, y'all. Like, (laughs) she's so cool. And I was definitely very nervous just because it's like, oh my gosh, this is like, Oh my gosh, this is not someone who I knew before. And we got connected through one of the listeners. So also shout out to Cam, uh, who connected me and Beatrice. I feel like it ended up being manifested in this really beautiful way. So shout out to Cam. This is why I love y'all. Like my listeners, y'all put me on. Y'all put me on to people, things, connect me to folks, opportunities, ideas. So I'm so grateful and really grateful that Beatrice took the time out of her busy, you know, schedule. I'm sure she's like... I mean, she's like Beatrice Dixon (laughs) to communicate uh, with me and just be really real and just cool, like cool. So I hope that you all enjoy this interview. Um, Thank you so much to Beatrice again. And yeah, sit back and relax and let's get into this tea, honey. All you need is a little juju. And hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Juju Interviews. And I am so excited to bring to y'all a special interview today with Beatrice Dixon, who is the co-founder of the Honey Pot Co., which we stand over here in Juju land. Um, Y'all know I talked about her in episode 42, Protect Your Neck, on the um, Juju for the Culture portion. And now she is here. So thank you so much, Beatrice, for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me here. I asked to be here, in fact. You, I'm grateful. (laughs) Thank you. Which is wild to me. I feel like I manifested this and I didn't even think that I was manifesting it, but I was talking about you in a previous episode and about how much I loved you and just your brand and everything. And then I was like, I want to interview her. And then I just said it so passively. And next thing you know, we got connected and I'm interviewing you. I was like, okay, man. My niece listens to my niece Cameron listens to your podcast pretty um religiously. And uh and she um and she was like, You should totally go on this show. I was like, Okay, we'll start it out. And she did. So And it just happened. So yes, I'm so excited. So let's get into this interview. Yeah. So what is uh the honeypot code just for folks who don't know? The honeypot code is a plant based feminine care. By the way, I'm in the car. Just cool. FYI. But I can't move right now because of where we are. It will drop. Um, but the the plant the the honey pot is a plant based feminine hygiene company where we specialize pretty much in all things um, that women or humans with vaginas need to take care of themselves. Okay. 
And so how did you come up with the concept for the honeypot? Originally, it was really, it, it wasn't, originally it wasn't like the full concept of what it is now, mm -hmm. right? Originally, I just like, I had bacterial vaginosis for almost a year and I just wanted my vagina to like smile at me, you know? <laughs> like, I just Who doesn't want that? <laughs> my vagina and my vulva to like be happy and like have the right pH. Um, but I had bacterial vaginosis for almost a year and, um, you know, nothing that I did worked. And my grandmother came to me in a dream. Um, and she, you know, we were basically sitting at a round table and she basically handed me a piece of paper and it had a list of ingredients on it. And by the way, my grandmother is dead and has been since my mother was, was like eight years old. Mm -hmm. Um, and she handed me this piece of paper and she told me to memorize what was on the paper because I needed to make it to, to basically heal myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she just kept, she kept repeating that. And then finally she told me to wake up. Mm -hmm. And she told me, you know, wake up, but don't remember. You got to, you got to remember to write it down. You know, she kept saying that. And so that's what I did. I woke up. I had a book by my bed. I wrote it down wow. um, within the next couple of days. Sorry. Yeah. Within the next couple of days, I made it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really fortunate because it worked. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. Yes. I'll show you to working. <laughs> right. And, you know, and, and, so really it was really just a concept about washes in the beginning. It wasn't like this full on washes, wipes, pads, camp, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all that in the beginning. It was just like, I just wanted to create pro a product for the white space um, that was based around feminine care um, because there really wasn't a feminine wash. Cause I had tried all of them and none of them worked. for me, Right. right? So there really wasn't, um, anything on the market that was going to solve for what I needed. Mm -hmm. um, and so that that's how it got started. And then, but the concept was born maybe like two or three years later mm -hmm. um, when I when I noticed that we were doing okay. I mean, I think that year we had made like $30,000 or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, wow, it's taking people a long time to come back and buy my wash, <laughs> right? So, I, you know, so then i I went and wholesold with like a white company and a pad company and like a, um, a company called Coco Lean that makes like really beautiful baby care products mm -hmm. because I wanted to see um, and look up Coco Lean. They're fantastic. Okay. Um, I wanted to see what um, I just wanted to see what could happen if I brought in those other products. And it was crazy because we went from like 30,000 to like 250,000. Wow. You know, and so that told me that, you know, the humans that with vaginas that were using our products, that they wanted to be able to buy all those things from one place. And that's really how we came up with the full concept mm -hmm. based on where we are right now. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, mm -hmm. was vaginal care something that you wanted to do or saw yourself doing? Or was it from that ancestral dream that sort of guided you to doing this particular kind of work? I knew that I wanted, I knew that I wanted to make money in my sleep, right? Because okay. I had just came out of, I had just came out of a business where I, I had a cleaning business and an organizing business. I was like an artist model. I was working at Whole Foods. I was doing all of this shit, you know? 
And um, so I, I was, I was doing all this and, and, but being in the service industry, um, you know, being, being in the service industry, I only made money when I did a service. <laughs> so I stopped doing that. I just focused on Whole Foods at the time because that's where I was working at. And then I, and then I, and then I, um, I said, wow, I really want to get into the product business because I was working in Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I was passionate about skincare and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and I was selling other people's products. So that's really, you know, so in my mind, I wanted to get into the product business, but I didn't know how I was going to do that. You know what I mean? I had no clue. Um, and then all the things happened with my vagina, and then here we are. So okay. everything happens the way that it should. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> back to your grandmother going coming to you in your dream. Was that your first time experiencing dreams like that? Are you someone who ancestors visit regularly in dreams? Or was it kind of like, whoa, this is wild. I've never experienced that before. No, I... um. I experience different things. Sometimes I have had ancestors, especially when I first made Santo. Um, you know, I had ancestors come and visit me and like they told me thank you for like lighting candles for them and that kind of stuff. Um, I had had some things happen in my childhood around my health, um, you know, where I had seen like a black and white spirit. They, the black spirit wasn't bad. It just showed up on both sides. You know, and, you know, so I, I, um, you know, I may have like, I may know if I'm close to somebody, I'll feel energy. I'll feel if something is coming for them, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially it sounds terrible to say, but especially if it's like something bad coming from them, right. coming for them, right. I'll pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always weird because normally it, it always happens. I may not know the specific thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I pick up on stuff like that. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't necessarily a first time an ancestor coming and being like, okay, baby, do this, do this. Thanks for this. Okay. That was my first time after making Orisha. Okay. You okay. know? Um, but, but it, but it wasn't my, but it, you know, but it wasn't my first time having a spiritual experience. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I did want to ask about that. Um, and you making Santo. So what was that experience Mm -hmm. like? Did you go to Cuba? Like what was, I did. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got made in Cuba. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was a lot of things, you know, it was, um, I had never experienced anything like that. You know, I had never been through anything like that, but I did like the whole thing with, um, you know, with shaving my hair off and wearing the white for a year. And, you know, I, I like really, really, really did it. Okay. Um, so it, it was an experience and, you know, and my, my relationship to my saints has very much changed. It looks very different than what it looked like then. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like then it might have been a little more based in fear and guilt, to be quite honest. Whereas now, it's based in freedom and love. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you say what Santo is, just for people who may not know? 
So Santeria Lukumi, it's an Afro-Cuban religion. Basically, um, when, you know, when slavery began, um, a lot of the slaves went to the Caribbean before they went anywhere else. Actually, slavery actually lasted longer than what it did in the U.S. Um, but, but, but slaves really brought their spirituality with them. And, um, you know, we we had our own way of doing things. We had drums, we had our, we worshiped the ocean and the river and the sun and the, you know, we worshiped things that are really God. Um, but Santa Dia Lukumi is, um, there's Ifa and there's Santa Dia Lukumi. Um, you know, it's really, it's really focused on all of the elements. Um, when you think about Yemaya and Oshun and Obatala and Oya, it's based on all the elements that we encounter in life, but then it's also based on your ancestors, right? Because that's your direct connection to the other side. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Would you say the same thing? Um, yeah, I would say the same thing. Yeah. That's how yeah. I understand, you know, the elements and recognizing that, like you said, God is within the elements, Everything. In the winds, in, the, in nature, and honoring that. And then also... Yeah. Our ancestors is our connection to Earth. Earth. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. It's energy that never dies, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious. This wasn't one of my questions, but when you said that when you first made Santo, it was sort of based in I don't know if you said fear um, or guilt. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt similarly. I didn't make Santo, but I received um, Orisha's my warriors or my Guerreros when I was with me, and I Mm -hmm. felt very when it started. I was like what did I do? Like, I just kind of felt, a little, yeah. what the hell did I just do? Like, it was fear, but yeah. I'm curious of what you mean by that when you say that. I just always felt, um, when I went to do, like when I received, when I, when I did my first hand in Arula, you know, which, which receiving your, your warriors, mm-hmm. receiving over Miller, the Oracle of Ifa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when, when I went to get my reading, even before that, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're afraid your, your ego comes into play and it's hard for you to hear from, from all the elements in the ancestors, the, the shit that you need to work on. Right. So it's hard to get constructive criticism from invisible spirits. <laughs> right. Um, still to me (laughs) and yeah I mean to anybody and 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 it's um and then and then and then whomever your whomever your priest is you know you're dealing with a human element there too right because you're dealing with their ego and their state of mind and how they see the world Mm -hmm. and what they think is good and bad Mm -hmm. right so there's so many levels and layers that are impacted into a reading and impacted into when you do your ceremonies and, you know, impacted into all of that um, because there's certain conditioning behind certain cultures. Right. And, you know, so for me, I was always afraid um, and, and felt a level of obligation um, to do things because I wanted my saints to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. And when I made Orisha, you know, Oshun, because I'm Oshun with Ogun, 
every time Oshun would always tell me, be happy, don't worry, everything is going to be okay, stay focused, you know, all, all these things. And I never fucking got it. I never got it until recently, mm-hmm. right? Um, recently being within the last couple of years, well, I, I was so focused on trying to be the best, trying to do whatever it is that the person that was leading me to do, trying to stay on top of it and being fearful of what would happen if I didn't. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and so there was so much, there was so much fear rooted in it. And then I finally like woke up and was like, wow, I don't, I don't have to like, don't make me wrong. I take care of my saints. I feed them. I love them from this place that is like infinite. They are a part of me. It's like the blood. I don't have to think about the blood that runs through my veins. It just runs through there, right? Like I don't have to, you know, God willing that it continues to stay this way. I don't have to think about my heart beating because it just beats, right? Um, And I feel like the way that in my mind, the way that I should celebrate the spirituality or religion or whatever the fucking is it pronoun or whatever whatever the words are that you want to use to describe whatever it is that you do um it should it should come from a place of not trying it should just be mm-hmm. you know and so um and 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 trying is really and trying um no excuse me being is a la- is is accepting things for what they are, being comfortable in them, doing things because you want to, not because you're fearful of what's going to happen. You know, I just received um, in Leia Nevada, like maybe back in December, and the the Oba told me, yes, uh, you know, because I travel a lot, I move around a lot. Obviously, I don't bring all my bowls and my saints with me. Right. My elegua comes with me, but. Ooh, yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, he told me like, be, live in freedom, Mm. live how you want to live, do what you want to do, because everything that you have ever wanted, you've always gotten a and B things that you don't even need to want are going to happen for you. So, you know, you don't have to try to do this. You don't have to practice this. It's already in you. Be free, love yourself, be kind to yourself give back to the world, take care of, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I, and it, it helped me to, I had already been moving in that direction, mm-hmm. but after that ceremony, I, I really came into, I really feel like, you know, o- Ochun told me not to ask her for something cause she had already sorted it out. And what that told me is I don't have to ask for shit cause it's already sorted already. That's what I, you know what I mean? So you know, mm. now I feel liberated in the fact that I have my saints and my ancestors walking with me all the time. Do I, you know, um, I, I, I don't feel like I have to do it out of fear at this point. I feel like I can move and, and when they need something, they're going to let me know, you know, just as they've always done. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, that was getting me emotional because I feel like I'm on a similar journey right now. Um, mm-hmm. did, were you raised in this tradition? No. Okay. So were you mm-hmm. raised religious at all? Uh, no, my mother never pushed religion on me. 
Okay. I, you know, I did. I mean, I've done the things. I've gone to church. I've been baptized. I've, you know, I've done all the shit, but um, I never really aligned with Christianity. I actually don't like gospel music at all. Like, wow. I, it, it, I, I like loathe it. Like, I, ugh, I can't wow. listen to this. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Isn't that weird? It's it's so weird, but wow. I, I just, I can't. Um, Cause for me, it, it you know, it, it just don't feel right. But that's because, that's because we're all doing the same thing, yeah. <laughs> right? We're just all on different roads, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I believe that God is in everything. It's not just in Santeria Lukumi and it's not just in Christianity. It's not just in Islam. I'm, I'm looking at God. I'm looking at a tree right now. I'm looking at grass. I'm looking at rain. I'm drinking water, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's God. All those things are God. So at this point in my life, I believe in everything. I don't just believe in one thing. Right. Um. But, yeah, I, I still can't get with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not going to catch me in a church, bro. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, it's not going to happen, bro. Like, I'm just not, oh, that's where, okay, I'll I'll be, you know what I mean? I'm going to catch y'all after <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see you when you get back. Wow, you know? yeah, yeah. Roswell, that really shook me. Like I'm not even Christian, but I'm, that's the one thing that I have not and cannot let go of. So that's so interesting. I really don't hear people nah. say that. At least they don't say it out loud. So thank you for nah. saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I just I I haven't gravitated to it. You know, like look, don't make me wrong. I love me some BB and CC whining, right? But their their music is it's just music. Right. You know, there's there might be certain things that I can get with, but like, you know, I'm not gonna put on like a Kirk Franklin song or anything. Like, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. <laughs> no, and no diss to the to to him, bro. Like, like he like. Ain't no diss. It just is. Yeah, like- yeah. It just it's not my it's right. not my sound. You know. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the honeypot a little bit. Where when you got initiated, were was the honeypot a thing yet? Or no? yeah, it was. Okay. It was. It it was a thing. It was like um, it was in the beginnings of a thing. Okay, because I got initiated in 2012. I did my my first hand in Ifa, my uh, my awafaka. I did that and um, or excuse me. Is it it's Kofa for women, right? Yes, Kofa. I did I did my it's Awafaka for men. Excuse me. I did my Kofa in 2011. Mm-hmm. I made Orisha in 2012. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. how did you see, or if you did, your brand elevate after initiating, or maybe even how have you incorporated spirit into your work? If you think that you have. Um, I think spirit goes into my work because it's just naturally there. Yeah, it's in all that I do. I'm made of spirit, Mm -hmm. right? I'm I'm a spiritual being wrapped in fucking skin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, and and it takes it takes elements of spirit. It takes water and coconut oil and Mm -hmm. and rose and lavender and apple cider vinegar. All those things are representations of God because all of those things come from plants, right? So for me everything that is a part of my 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 business and me how i eat how i take a shower every day I, everything is spiritual to me yeah 
you know? So, um, and I happen to believe in the, the, you know, I happen to believe to truly believe in from the bottom of my heart, the, the, I happen to believe in my saints and I happen to believe in my warriors and I happen to believe in Norman Miller and, and it's in everything that I do. So, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, so I want to talk briefly about, and I don't really want to censor it too much, but I do want to talk about your target blessing that happened. Um, yeah, thank you for, <laughs> you're the first person I know I that am. has said that shit to me, bro. Wow. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Thank you for saying that. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, because um, I see the blessing and I mean, I saw your other interviews and that's what you say it is. And it was, um, but I want to talk a little bit about it to get to, you know, how you see it as a blessing, because I recognize that a lot of people would not see it and did not see it that way initially. Um, so can you just talk a little bit about what the ad was for with Target? Yeah, the ad was to celebrate Black History Month and Women's History Month. Mm hmm. Um, and on the ad, you mentioned, I don't want to mess up the line, but that you were doing this so that That's little fine. black girls will know, um, yeah, we'll just have someone to look to, to know that they, can. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to create, to help to create comps for not just little black girls, but for, for adult black women mm -hmm. so that we can, um, so that we can keep building businesses and growing businesses and scaling businesses and selling businesses, right? When you go in to raise money, right? Like when I raised money, um, like two years ago and I put comps within my, cause comp, when you, it, it's the same as like investing in real estate, right? You, you look at the houses in the neighborhood and what they sold for, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like I, I didn't necessarily, I had a comp, I had a black comp then, which was, which was Shea Moisture, What's a um, to say that a comp, a comp, a comp is a comparison. So when you're oh. raising capital, you want to show, uh, you want to show an investor kind of the GPS system that you're linking yourself to mm -hmm. so that you can show them how you want to grow, scale and sell your business. Right. right? So you want to, you want to be able to point to a business that is grown, sold and scaled, or excuse mm -hmm. me, grown, scaled and sold right uh you know there there are black businesses there are black women-owned businesses that have grown that have grown scaled and sold but there aren't loads of them right and it's, there definitely aren't loads of them in the consumer packaged goods space right so it's really important for honeypot for honeypot to be successful uh, because we need to be i want to be not need to be i want to be a comp for for any business that's doing it with me at this time or if I go first or if they go first, it's really important for us to be successful at making that shit happen um, because that's how we're going to be able to get more venture capital dollars released to us so that we're, so that we're not in this fucking lacking um, statement like look at the disparities for Black-owned women businesses. Like that's the energy that keeps getting put out into the world and for me that's part of the reason why we don't fucking get enough money because that's the shit that people talk about they like put us in this box right. of like lack and like 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 um what what did somebody just say the other day um economic 
hold on, I want to say it to you because this shit blew my mind. Okay. Have me some water. Economic charity or missionary mm-hmm. charity. Mm-hmm. Black women-owned businesses are not fucking economic charity. We are not missionary charity. We're fucking human beings in business who just happen to have what 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 some person called black skin. Yeah. Who's to say my skin is fucking black? Somebody just made that shit up and called it that, and everybody believed it, right? So, you know, for me, it's important to get us. It's it's important to be a part of the movement to be the change in the world that I want to live in. Um, so it's important for my business to grow fast, scale fast, you know, one day sell fast, right? So that so that we don't have to keep having this dumbass conversation. Around lack, lack, lack. That's real. Around lack, lack, lack. Yeah, like we don't we don't we don't need we don't need the other made up races of the fucking world to keep black people are have been affected by uh COVID the most. Oh, I wonder why. Because <laughs> right? everybody keeps fucking saying it, right? And we keep believing it, right? Um I just I want to be an example of high vibration, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is a good conversation around energy and like what we're putting towards, yeah. and how much energy are we going to com- continue to like put out towards our lack, and how much energy are we going to continue yeah. being around being not enough, um, around just not having we, enough, and and all of we that. are, mm-hmm. we are enough. We, even though we may not have all the tools, just like our ancestors, they knew how to fucking, they knew how to make pig's feet and goddamn pig's balls taste like a fucking five course meal. We know how to pull some shit together and make it so that we can eat, right? All we got to do is keep pulling our, keep pulling our resources together, Mm -hmm. right? Until the shit isn't scraps any fucking more. Right. We don't need we don't need all of their systems, right? And even when we do, right, we don't have to necessarily stay there. R- real shit. No. We we do we do not need all of their fucking fifteen percent and all of this bullshit. We just need to be treated like human beings, man. That's all we need. We just need to be treated like we're not different. We're we're not. We're the same as everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And 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 we we built this fucking country, so we're actually abundant as fuck, right? <laughs> I'm looking around. So, it looks like it's all mine. Because <laughs> uh... yeah, because baby, it is. Mm-hmm. All of this shit here was made up, yeah. right? When you, I was just talking to somebody. When you look at the top crops, these crops are the are the most genetically modified genetically modified crops. They're cotton, tobacco, and corn. Mm. When you think that, it's the same fucking crops, bro. It's the same crops that 500, when this country got started, it's the same crop. It still runs supreme. Same crops. Right? We, 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 look, y'all, we, we built this shit, man. We, we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta rise up. Sure, my, my competitors in this, in, in this business, they probably raised a hundred million between them. I've raised four. And yet here we fucking are. 
right? And every retailer that matters, right? Haven't raised any money in a year and change. Mm-hmm. Actually, two almost two years, right? Running like a bootstrap business, sure it's hard. We're the number one natural feminine care product on the fucking market. We don't, we don't, we don't have to, we don't have to. People told me I was crazy. People told us that we were crazy. People, you know, I used to get caught up in the fact that like my my competitors that were white were raising so much more money than I was. Da da da. da. What I needed to learn from that is it didn't take all of that. I didn't have to fucking raise 40, 30, 40, 50, 60. I didn't have to raise that amount of money to get to where I was going. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't have to give up that much of my company to get there. Right? I've I've given up a lot of it, but that doesn't matter. Right? What matters is that my road was the road that it needed to be. Has it been been hard? Yes. But it would have been hard if I raised zillions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Right? Just would have had more fucking money doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we we don't have to rely on their shit. We don't have to, we don't have to live within these fucking affirmative action vibes. We just right. don't. Right, and it doesn't have to be the standard. Like I have to read. No, done. It's not a standard. We're our own standard. <laughs> We're our own standard, and we can do anything we put our fucking minds to, as long as we believe it. Right. Right. You're the best at something if you want to be, you know? Right. Um, we, we can't, we can't keep getting caught up in, um, the shit that's happening with all the police brutalities and racism. Y'all, this is, this country started off racist, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's, look at how it started. Look at how it started. It's never, this, you're never going to get anything different here. Mm. Real shit. Too many, too many, too many ancestors died, bro. Too much blood has been shed. In our religion, we sacrifice certain animals for certain for certain saints, right? Reason why that that happens is because there's an energy exchange, right. right? We know that, right? But it's the same thing with humans. Too many black men and women and children have died. For, for the cause of slavery with that intention. And it was fine. It was like the fucking status quo. It was on purpose. For hundreds, for hundreds of years. You knew not just going to break that. Now, listen. Whew. You're not is, just going to break that. I was just talking about everything being spirit and, you know, talking a lot about police brutality and reform. And I'm just like, but the spirit of policing is around our death you can't reform that spirit that spirit is thank you it is a a moving active spirit that thrives on our death. it has been it has been fed yes i was just saying this so it's like it has been fed with too many black men yes the fucking beast is loose bro the the fucking monster is out here bro that doesn't mean that every police officer is bad but when you think about why the fucking South created a police department, because they were fucking policing slaves. Right, right, right. It's not about an individual person. It's about no. the energy of the, the whole. When you, when, you, when you think about the civil rights movement, those police were not out here for fucking peace. That was not what they were doing. When you watch some of those videos, they were fucking out to kill. You yeah. understand? 
when 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 the first little black girls went to fucking school to integrate the school one little child one baby one child went one black girl went to an all-white school and they spat on her and the police were there and they wanted they wanted everything to stay the way that it was and white is right and blah 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 bro that kind of that kind of energy can't just leave the amount of work that it would take to kill that fucking monster that has been fed zillions of fucking times bro whether it be from mental thoughts or from physical killing people the kind of the kind of work that would have to be done to be able to 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 get to the unconscious shit that people don't even know is in fucking side of them, bro. The kind of work that would have to be done, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. And I don't, you know, and I don't even mean to like say it like that, but but the work, the work, and I'm not a person who even focuses on race because I believe that race was made up, mm-hmm. right? Um, I believe that racism was made up because it was. We didn't have to choose that, but we did. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of work that would have to happen is like ridiculous, you know? Um, so we, we can't expect a force that has been around for hundreds of years, whether it's racism or police brutality, you can't expect that shit to stop. Just because we ask. (laughs) Cause we, cause we've been marching for years, bro. We've been protesting for years. We've been burning shit down for years and we still having the same conversation. The conversation has to change. We have to lift our vibration and give it nothing. Mm. Give it nothing, like no thing, no energy. Can't feed it. You have to act like it doesn't even, like that's not even our shit. Like that's your shit, bro. Like that racism, that police brutality, that is your shit. And it sucks because there's going to be so many more sacrifices that have been made that will be made. Right. Um, Cause it's a spirit. Like you said, it, it ain't, it ain't going nowhere. It's eating too much. It's got too much power in it. It's strong. Right. It's strong as fuck. Right. Who <laughs> see, these are the things I'll be thinking about and just, um, <sighs> so I guess, in regards to raising vibration, um, mm-hmm. what does that really look like? Because I know even with wanting to move and not embrace the racism, not embrace the anti-black, not embracing that, it still feels like, aren't things still going to happen around us? Like, how, how do we move beyond? Maybe. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it. I'm just like, I'm trying to, yes, I'm just trying to. Go into- First off, I don't have I don't have the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but but um, I think. Look, just as there is life, there is death. Mm-hmm. Just as there is happiness, there is sadness. In this moment, somebody is being murdered. In this moment probably another black man is dying or woman at the hands of police brutality, right? Mm-hmm. In this moment, a child is being murdered 
Mm. In this moment, multiple people are dying because they're ill, whether they have COVID or pneumonia or, you know, in this moment, there is a child that is being born that is, that is not breathing. Mm. This is just a fact of life. Mm. Um, we can't control that. Mm. I, you can't control the fear that a, that, a, that a person that's in power that may happen to be a police officer you can't control his fear. If he, he is fearful, the reason why he's pulling out his gun to shoot you is because he's scared. Mm -hmm. He's fearful. I'm sure there's probably other shit in there, right? Mm -hmm. But you just, you can't, you can't control that. Right. Right. We can't focus on the shit that we can't control. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we can focus on getting our health together. We can focus on understanding um, how to go in, you know, um, many people may not practice life the, may, the way that me and you do, but it's really important that we go inside of ourselves and we spend time meditating, that we pay attention to the shit that we have control over and what we don't, right? That we understand how to not project and, 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 and allow and put our shit onto other people, Right we have to we have to get better with how we relate with each other for how we relate to our loved ones mainly with how we relate to ourselves right. there's so much responsibility in that mm -hmm. you know and so i think um you know i i think i think we we just have to get real fucking responsible and we have to really pay attention and we have to really do the work that it requires for us to live well, be well, be happy, be joyful, be loving, be kind. Mm -hmm. um, I could walk out in the street right now, and anything could happen to me. And I'm, and and I and I do work. I can't control that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? The day that I'm fucking supposed to go, bro, it could be, it could be beautiful. I can go in my sleep, or it could be the most awful death ever. Mm -hmm. But that's just perspective, right? Right. The energy of life and death doesn't really give a fuck. All that's going to happen is either you're going to stay or you're going to go. Yeah. Right. And the reason why we perceive things bad or good or terrible is because of how we've been conditioned to conceive them. Yes. That's very true. And so um, I don't have the answer for that. I just know how I raise my vibration. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how everybody should raise theirs. Mm -hmm. All that I can do, you, all that I can do is be clear enough to give you the tools that I use. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that that's gospel. Right. Right. The shit that I'm saying is just my opinion, yeah. you know? I feel like a lot of how you speak is how, uh, is, is someone, or just a lot of African traditional religions talk about life and death and it all being a spectrum. Um, us being able to really work through our through ourselves to be able to create our own realities and the things that are around us. Like you, like, it is very, like what you are saying, is just very, I just feel like very ancestral energy. Like that is really what a lot of these traditions are saying. Um, and we can alleviate, being able to alleviate our own suffering um, in our own ways and curating that. So I just want to just say thank you for um, uplifting that energy. Um, and so just briefly, even going back to the target thing that a lot of people saw because there was some negative feedback and there was positive feedback. It was just feedback. Um, and it 
honestly led to, I mean, I can really find any, any of the products in the stores. <laughs> I mean, it was before it was out and now it's even more so. So I feel like a lot of people, um, that, that experience sort of got you on a lot of people's radar. It got you on my radar. Like I wasn't super familiar with the brand. Then I heard about that and I was like, Oh, I love her. I love what this all stands mm -hmm. for. And so, um, Again, it feels like, what are you putting your energy towards? A lot of people may have seen what it happened and been like, oh, this is so bad. I was called racist, da da da. But you and all of your interviews have been like, it was a blessing. Because <laughs> I, I know that I'm not racist. Right. Right? I fucking believe in myself. I know who I am. I love myself. I give a fuck about myself. Right? I know what I believe in and what I don't. And the moment that a, a relationship that I was in taught me this shit. The moment that I am defensive means that I do not fucking trust myself. That is what, it, that's, that's what, that's what I'm telling myself. The moment that I'm defensive, I am believing what you are saying about me. The moment that I feel like I got to go on the defense or offense, like, bro, I, like me being responsible to myself, that's telling me exactly precisely everything that I need to know. It communicates, right? I don't give a fuck about somebody calling me a racist because I'm not one. I don't even believe in race. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I don't look. Everything happens the way that it fucking will and the way that it should. Everything does, even if, if it is fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. Everything happens in order. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. And had had I had I had that not happened, I got a hard stop at one fifty five, sister, in five minutes. Oh yes, that's had, had that had that not happened, mm -hmm. me and you wouldn't be talking. I would Honey Pot wouldn't be the most followed feminine care brand online, right? You'd probably be able to buy my products on, on my website right now, right? Um, you know, millions of people wouldn't know who Honey Pot was. I wouldn't be sitting on at least five to six podcasts or Zooms or fucking any kind of interview that you can fucking imagine. I wouldn't be, we wouldn't even be talking. None of these things would have happened. So it took what some might consider to be some terrible shit to happen. In order for in order for for us to be in this moment, mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for anything that 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 I have to go through, whether it be terrible, good, bad, indifferent. I'm grateful for whatever shit I have to eat, if 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 it's gonna get me to the other side to experience something beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for all of it. I'm grateful for good, bad, ugly, terrible. I'm grateful for everything because that. That's just life. You just got to keep pushing, you know? Right. So, you know, so I, I don't, I don't see most, even if something is bad, um, it's cool. Cause if it's here, that's what was meant to show up. Let's go. Let's just deal with it. What, what has to happen? Yes. You know? Ooh, what a journey. I'm so grateful for you saying that. I'm on that journey now. I think a lot of people watching are going to be like, whoo, that takes a lot of work to be able to be in yourself and love yourself in that way to not be defensive. Um, but that's definitely some energy I'm calling into my life because that is, yeah. is, is, is amazing to be able to witness it um, through you, though, um, to see it. As None, of my, 
Thank you. One of my friends told me one time, I don't need to be right. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't need to be right. I don't need to argue. I don't need to. I don't need to do. I don't want. I want to spend. My my mother taught me to learn how to die. She taught me to like use my fucking time that I have wisely. Do exactly what you want to do. Live exactly how you want to live. Um, and I don't want to spend my time on no bullshit. I don't want to spend my time arguing. I don't want to spend my time being defensive. I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend my time doing that. I want to spend my time doing shit I want to do. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. So I love you, sugar. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I appreciate you for coming through and just dropping all the tea that you did for us. Um, can you let folks know how they can find you or find your products or if they want to follow you? Yes, uh, you can find um, the Honey Pot on thehoneypot.co. If you want to find what retailers we're in, go to our store locator on the website um, and put in your zip code. Um, if you want to... Um, if you want to find us on social media, you can go to the Honey Pot Co. Or if you want to find me, you can go to I am B Dixon. B is spelled B E A D I X O N. Okay, great. And I will have all that in the show notes for y'all. Thank you so, so much. Blessings upon you. Enjoy the rest of your day, your week, and all your things. Thanks, baby. Thanks for being here. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Bye. All you need is a little juju. Yes, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Little Juju Podcast. If you would like to connect with Beatrice, as I said before, all that information will be in the show notes. But if you would like to reach out to me, you can find me at It's Juju Bay, I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E, or at A Little Juju Podcast, spelled out all the way on Instagram. You can also catch me on Twitter at It's Juju Bay, I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E, as well. On Twitter, I talk about whatever I want, okay? It's not just spiritual stuff. It's me cutting up and being grown. And I'm also Juju Bay on Facebook. For my Facebook people, I appreciate y'all and I love you. And I don't check my messages on there. <laughs> so <sighs> I don't. I don't. Sorry. And on my YouTube channel, of course, maybe you decided to go watch the episode or, you know, whatever. But you can always hit me up on the YouTube for some content. I'm trying to get more consistent with it. But those are all the ways you can follow me. Of course, you can email me about some business ting if you want to have an episode sponsored if you want to whatever just hit me up on my email go to my website www.itsjujubae.com it's jujubae.com and I think that's all for now sending you blessings healing peace all the good vibes all the protection vibes all the we gonna be alright vibes and I will catch you next week well not next week but the week after next okay all right see ya and remember all you need is a little juju adios